0: Hello everybody, I'm Sean and welcome back to the CrocTime podcast, delivering weekly updates on markets and geopolitics, providing you with valuable insights and unique perspectives on events and trends shaping the world. Today we have an extremely interesting topic on the agenda, which regards one of the most important straits and islands in the world that could become one day a theater of war, the Taiwan Strait and Taiwan itself. Precisely here, a new frontier in energy geopolitics has just opened up. Taiwan is looking to wean itself from large imports of energy from abroad to ensure its energy security and diversify its energy supplies, given China's increasing assertiveness. One notable example of this is the recent announcement that the Danish company Ørsted is planning to build a 111 wind turbine park in the Taiwan Strait that could supply electricity to a million Taiwanese homes. Before exploring Taiwan's energy security and how this fits in with the broader U.S. China rivalry, I'd like to first focus on Taiwan and China's relationship and why the island and the Taiwan Strait are just so important. So let's cut to the chase. The Taiwan Strait is a hotly contested 180km wide strait separating the island of Taiwan and continental Asia and most notably the Fujian region of China. China claims sovereignty over Taiwan, claiming it is a breakaway region and both of them compete for the use of the exclusive name of China. The One China policy forces countries around the world to recognize that there is only one sovereign state by the name of china most countries today side with the bigger and less democratic people's republic of china governed by the chinese communist party the ccp which we will simply call china the republic of china also called taiwan by every aspect is an independent and democratic nation but is not recognized as a nation by most of the international community only 13 countries recognize it. And this list is becoming shorter every year with honduras recently recognizing china over taiwan as the only china as can be guessed these two countries are not too fond of each other and the taiwan strait is also part of their disputes china claims sovereignty over taiwan and therefore considers the taiwan strait as internal territorial waters and not international waters As we know, China is not too friendly when it comes to waterways. Let's just think about its absurd nine dash line claim over the entirety of the South China Sea. China, in fact, claims sovereignty over all of the South China Sea based on a set of nine line segments on various maps it says date back to the 19th century. But we will not go down that rabbit hole in this episode. China's interest in Taiwan and the Strait is not just to gain sovereignty over the island, but includes other reasons, which we can sum up in two macro categories, economic and geographical. Taiwan is a global powerhouse when it comes to trade. Its biggest export is semiconductors. It actually dominates the industry as it is the world's number one chip foundry market, accounting for a dominant share of over 60% especially when it comes to advanced chips, such as 3 nanometer or 5 nanometer, with 90% of more market share. These advanced chips are key to technological developments in AI, supercomputers, self-driving cars, clean energy, and the military, just to name a few. In recent years, the US is trying to contain the export of these advanced chips to China to limit their technological advancements. The most recent example is the passage of the Chips and Science Act by the U.S. As its main stated goal is of countering China. Access to these high-end chips would give a significant boost to China's global power. We don't exactly know how China could both take control of Taiwan and maintain Taiwan's dominant chip-making industry. But there are many unknowns when it comes to this potential conflict. Furthermore, The Taiwan Strait is essential for global trade, as it is a gateway used by ships of every kind on passage to and from all the most important ports in Northeast Asia, such as Shanghai, Tokyo, Busan, Dalian, just to name a few. Almost half of global container ships pass through the Strait. China and Taiwan, while disliking each other, are very important economic partners. The value of cross trade trade between them was just over $273 billion in 2021. Geographically speaking, Taiwan holds a strategic position and would give China a significant boost to its sea power. China's geography is impressive. In fact, it holds access to the key Tibetan plateau, which sources many of the most important rivers in the region. Just listen to the episode on the Nepal water geopolitics to get an overview. However, their geography faces certain obstacles in its way to global dominance. One aspect that has characterized global powers and empires throughout the centuries is control over the seas. Just think of the Romans in the Mediterranean, the Spanish Armada in the Atlantic, the British East India Company sailing the high seas, a common factor is a powerful Navy and access to seas which have allowed empires to gather incredible wealth and project power throughout the world. The U.S. at the moment is a maritime superpower given its unrestricted access to both the Atlantic and the Pacific Oceans and its plethora of bases around the world. Given the obsession of China and its leader Xi Jinping with history and empires it comes to no surprise as to why china wants taiwan so badly geographically speaking when china looks out towards the pacific ocean it is contained every step of the way from north to south there is south korea japan the ryukyu islands of japan the island of taiwan the batanes and babuyan islands of the philippines in the luzon strait the philippines itself and then the South China Sea, which is locked in every corner. What makes China even angrier is the fact that all the mentioned countries are US allies, with South Korea and Japan hosting almost 80,000 US soldiers. China's control over Taiwan would give it unrestricted access to the Pacific Ocean, where it could be able to project its power on other regions of the world. Well then, Now that we know why this region is important and that China would absolutely love to control the island and the strait, let's discuss Taiwan's new developments in energy geopolitics and security and the implications of this new wind turbine park. While Taiwan is a semiconductor exporting powerhouse, it still has a massive Achilles heel. It fuels these energy intensive industries with imported energy from coal, oil and liquefied natural gas, also called LNG. Just to highlight how energy intensive Taiwan's industries truly are, Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Corporation, TSMC for short, the world's largest contract chip maker, accounted for 6.4% of the entire island's electricity consumption in 2021, and its consumption is expected to rise to 12.5% by 2025. Taiwan's energy system vulnerabilities are not only related to the supply of energy, its stockpiles of coal, oil and natural gas are extremely low, with just 11 days of natural gas stockpiles, which represents most of Taiwan's energy mix. Electricity grid stability is also of vital importance due to centralized and aging infrastructure, causing frequent blackouts due to malfunctions. But does Taiwan source all its energy from abroad? Yes, well, 98% of its energy consumed on the island comes from overseas. Taiwan is the fifth largest LNG importer in the world, which is impressive considering it is slightly smaller than Switzerland. Its coal imports come from Australia, Indonesia and Russia, while its LNG is mainly sourced from Qatar, Malaysia and Indonesia while oil comes from Saudi Arabia, Kuwait and the US. The increasing assertiveness of China, which simulated a complete naval blockade of the island when Nancy Pelosi visited last August, is generating panic among some Taiwanese officials. How could they run their economy if all supply lines are blocked or disrupted by the Chinese bully? A disruption to supply lines would cripple their export-led economy and energy system. Here is where the new Orsted project comes into play. The new wind farms in the Taiwan Strait are part of the island's ambitious push to power its massive tech and semiconductor industries with renewable energy, sourcing their energy close to home and reducing its imports from thousands of kilometers away. Orsted, the world's biggest offshore wind firm, is building this gigantic 111 wind turbine farm, the largest outside of Europe, which will generate electricity to a million Taiwanese homes. This project strengthens Taiwan's energy security and provides a buffer if China is to one day try to force unification. The project is also part of the country's wider 2050 carbon neutrality goal. If you think that building wind turbines in one of the world's hotspots would not attract significant interest from international companies, well, you would be wrong. Interestingly, Spanish developer Blue Float Energy is also planning to bid for wind-floating projects off the coast of Taiwan. And Copenhagen Infrastructure Partners is building offshore wind farms and Ørsted is planning on building other significant projects in the strait. While most companies don't seem worried about the prospect of war, many are looking for insurance to hedge against that possibility. Geopolitical risk insurance is becoming an important component for foreign developers in Taiwan, highlighting that these companies are also aware that a potential military confrontation could happen. However, a war's potential impact on wind turbines is hard to quantify. In the Russian invasion of Ukraine, Russia tried to pummel Ukraine's energy infrastructure last autumn and winter. But it only did that because it was failing miserably to make battlefield advancements. In a conflict type of invasion, the wind turbines would probably not be on top of the priority list of China's targets, as they would probably want a quick and swift invasion without too many problems. Energy security is of paramount importance for Taiwan's survival and this project highlights it perfectly. Any disruption to Taiwan's energy supply would inevitably impact its exports of electronic components such as semiconductors, which would be catastrophic for the world economy, which perfectly explains its quest for renewables close to home. But where does all of this fit in with the Chinese and American tensions in the larger American and Chinese rivalry? Taiwan has the potential to be the flashpoint that could lead down the path to war. China's increasing assertiveness, threatening language and goal of unifying the island contrasts with the U.S.'s willingness to defend the democratic island nation and contain China's rise to supremacy. This could spark a conflict that would inevitably draw in many other players, such as the Philippines and Japan, just to name a few. Building new energy infrastructure in a very hot geopolitical spot will certainly raise some eyebrows among the Chinese leadership, as they will have to change some future tactics if they want the island nation to surrender. Energy security is Taiwan's greatest vulnerability, and the island's democratic leadership is laser-focused on tackling the challenge and ensuring its survival. One troubling narrative is that the US, Europe and many other countries are looking to build fabs and source their chips closer to home for national security reasons. And as they continue to do so, why would they potentially defend Taiwan in case of an invasion? As Taiwan's importance in the global semiconductor supply chain diminishes, the willingness of democratic countries to come to the rescue of Taiwan will inevitably fall. While Taiwan's allies and partners have a real self-interest in promoting peace and security in the Taiwan Strait and pressure China to stand down to its ambitions, let's be serious for a second. Once countries have diversified their semiconductor supply chains and Taiwan has become less relevant to the global economy, why would a militarily and economically stronger China really listen to any Western capital's pleas for mercy? I think you know the answer to that. So, what is the bottom line from all this mess we have just highlighted? Taiwan's economy and manufacturing prowess is highly dependent on steady, reliable sources of energy. Unfortunately, Taiwan depends entirely on imports of energy resources to sustain its economy. Energy security is of essential interest to the island nation and Taiwan's push to build its offshore wind farms is a matter of energy security, not just carbon neutrality. Taiwan should review its energy policies by focusing on diversifying its energy sources and ensuring supply in case of disruptions and developing wind turbines is an important step in the right direction. Countries around the world wouldn't want China to invade Taiwan. But by reducing their reliance on the island nation, they are ensuring their own national security interests and increasing the likelihood of not doing anything in the worst case scenario. While an invasion of Taiwan does seem unlikely to happen soon, it is certainly not too far-fetched. If the past year has taught us anything, it's not to put all your eggs in a dictator's basket. Thank you and I hope you enjoyed this episode of Croc Time Please leave a review and follow me on Instagram and I'll be back next time with more insightful research